Vacation time is wonderful and I encourage everyone to take it. And it's not the solution to burnout. A week away does not change the reality of the work that you're doing or the structure of the work that you're doing and the impact that it's having on your health and on your energy. We have to find ways to do work differently so that it can be sustainable because the stuff we're doing in the world matters and we need to make sure we have the energy in the room to keep going and doing that work. Welcome to Want to Work There, a podcast that explores what really makes a company a great place to work. I'm your host, Jill Felska, and together we'll explore not only what goes into building a great company culture, but also exactly how to implement those best practices within your own workplace. If you're here, you believe that a better world of work is possible, and I can't wait to build it together. Let's go. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Want to Work There podcast. So today, I want to talk about something a little bit different. I want to talk about burnout and what happens when we hit a wall and things that used to seem easy or fun start to feel really, really hard. I have personally hit that space as of late, and it's much earlier in the process than I've ever caught it before. I will tell you that as someone who has gone through some pretty bad burnout twice in her career, I am at the stage where I know the symptoms. I can start to see the flags, the flags that are telling me that I need to slow down, I need to prioritize rest. I need to rethink how I'm doing some things. And if you read my newsletter a few weeks back, you know that I found myself in the parking lot of a Starbucks absolutely sobbing because I was so exhausted and was about to get on a flight in a couple hours to go do some client work, which anytime I'm in person with a client. I very much am on in all senses of the word. And I knew that before I flew out, I had to go record a podcast episode. And so I had been hyping myself up that entire morning. I was like, you've got this. You're going to stop. You're going to get some caffeine. You can do this. And as I pulled through the drive-thru, having just told the barista that I was doing so great, I lost it. (laughs) started absolutely sobbing, pulled up into a parking spot and just cried for like 15 minutes. And I think what was different is that I not only let myself cry and just let it all out, because sometimes I have a tendency to try and shove that down and be like, nope, no time for this. We do not have time for a breakdown right now. You need to go do X, Y, Z. I just let it happen. And I made the decision in that moment that I needed to not record the podcast episode, that I was going to miss that deadline. And to some of you, that may seem really, really obvious and simple, but it's a commitment that I've made to myself to keep recording this podcast regularly. And it was a symptom of a much bigger issue, which is that I had found myself on the brink of some really last-minute deadlines multiple times in the past month and had really been struggling with not only 
having the energy to do everything that I had accepted or scheduled or committed to, but also just not having the sense of excitement that I usually do. And that is the bigger flag for me. So I have spent the last 15, yes, one five, (laughs) 15 years of my career incredibly passionate about the same thing, which is creating better workplaces. I've done a lot of different things. And in each decision that I've made, each career step that I've made has somehow tied back to how do we make work better for people? And so it goes without saying that I am incredibly passionate about this topic. It's why I have this podcast. It's why I do the work that I do. And so when I start to feel not excited or when I start to have a lack of ideas, that's when I know something is up because I am a fountain of ideas. In fact, I've had to learn how to focus multiple times in my career because I have so many ideas. So when I start to not have ideas and to not be excited to talk to people about things or record a podcast episode, that is when I know that something is up. I say all this to say, I caught myself in that moment and made the choice to take care of my own mental health and to set myself up for success to be in person with that client And it was the right choice. I also made a choice later in the week to not send out the newsletter. And following that, I made the choice to bump the newsletter back to bi-weekly, even though we had just started seven weeks prior to send them out at all. And now I have made the really hard decision to pause my recordings of the podcast until this fall. And I can tell you this was the hardest one to let go of. There's no question. I love doing this. I love connecting with you. I love talking with people. But I need some time. My battery is drained. I need to get some creative juice back in my system. And I know that. So that's why I am making the decision to take a pause. Now, some of you may be thinking, why are you recording a podcast episode about this? You could just not record episodes. And you are right. I could. I could send a note out. I could do a million things. But I think that this symptom that I'm experiencing is something that a lot of us experience at work. And it's something that we don't talk about enough. And I think I realized this even more deeply when I sent that newsletter out a few weeks ago about the burnout that I was experiencing or the symptoms of early burnout that I was experiencing because I heard back from so many people who had their own stories of things that they'd gone through, who thanked me for just being vulnerable and honest about it because it allowed them to be honest with themselves about some of the things that were going on. And that is why I am taking some time to record this episode today because I think We need to talk more about the effects of a society in which we push and push and push and push. And there is a lot of good that can come out of chasing a dream. I'm certainly chasing a dream of mine. And I'm so happy to be building the business that I'm building. But I do not want to get to a place where I am resentful of the work that I'm doing or constantly exhausted because that's not... One, the dream that I have for myself. And two, it's antithesis to everything that I talk about from building better workplaces. So I hope that if you're listening to this and if any of this is resonating with you, that you can maybe take some time to pause and think about what areas of your life may need some retooling. 
may need some additional no's, may need you to prioritize yourself. And I think that's something that all of us need to refocus on at some points in our lives and in our careers. So I will link to that newsletter in the show notes. I also want to just give a quick shout out to Aaron Rocchio, who is a dear friend, someone that I've partnered with on work projects in the past, and the most brilliant thinker and executive coach when it comes to people experiencing burnout. I linked to a ton of her resources in that last newsletter, and I will link to that newsletter and to those resources again in the show notes for this episode because I just feel like as many people as possible need to see her work, see what she is doing, and benefit from the wisdom that she has to share. So I will post all of that along with this recording. So I'm looking at the time and I can't believe I've already been talking for the number of minutes that I have because I really did not have anything planned for this episode besides getting on here to share a little bit and let you know that we were going to be pausing until the fall. So for those of you who are used to maybe a more scripted and thoughtful podcast episode, I hope that you're sticking with me through this one and that it's resonating in some ways because sometimes you just have to show up and say what's on your mind and hope that it connects with someone who needs to hear it. But I did want to share three quick things about how I am retooling my life right now to create some space for recovery because I think it is one thing to talk about it and acknowledge that you have potentially some burnout issues that you're needing to tackle and a whole nother thing to do something about it. So here are the three things that I have been doing for myself. One, I have re-engaged with a process that was introduced to me many, many years ago by my dearest friend in the world, Lois Weinblatt. And it is called Your Daily Definition of Success. At some point, she will come on and do an entire episode on this because I am not going to do the concept justice in this moment. But it is an activity in which every morning you take a few minutes to write down a few sentences as to what you define as success for that day. So instead of letting your to-do list dictate how much you get done, what that looks like, you think about at the beginning of the day, what things do I need to accomplish in order to feel like today was a success for me? So some days that may be as much as I got out of bed and made myself breakfast. That may be it. That may be the definition of success. doesn't mean you don't do other things, but if you did that for yourself in that moment in that day, you were successful. Other days, it may be a project thing. It may be something else. It may be calling a friend to check in on them. It's really up to you. But to me, it is a really good tool for redefining what needs to happen in a day outside of the scope of a traditional sort of productivity mindset, which I am very, very attuned to most days. So it's been really good for me. The second thing that I am doing is putting a lot of blocks on my calendar. So I tend to have a pretty free reign usually around when people can meet with me. And I've gone through periods where I've like tried to have all my calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays and done yada, yada, yada. But I have drawn a pretty strict line for probably at least the next month or two around calls. And what this has led to is that when I send people my Calendly link, Usually they would be able to get to me within the next seven days. 
And now it's like, you can talk to me four weeks from now on a Friday. And trust me when I say that is painful for me in some ways. And it's a really good learning for me in some ways because it's reminding me that not everything is super, super urgent. People who I want to connect with, who share similar interests, who let's get on the phone and talk. Yes, I'm excited to and I want to. And I am prioritizing my own space right now. And so we can do that in a month. And knowing that that's okay, instead of dropping the ball for everything that comes across my desk, which are conversations I'm generally excited to have, which makes it really easy to just plan them immediately, is making a huge difference already. So I am finally finding large chunks of time during a typical workday that I can make progress on some very big work things that haven't been given any attention. Because by the end of the day, after I've been on calls and smushed in all the other little stuff that comes up in the emails and all the other things, I'm so exhausted by the end of a traditional workday that I just can't even bring myself to do the deep work that needs my focus and has needed my focus for a while. So it may feel like a small thing to some of you, may also feel like a huge thing that's not a possibility for you. You may be working for someone and go, I can't just decide that I'm only taking calls on Fridays. And that is really fair. But I definitely encourage you to think about and look at the access to your calendar and see if there are ways, whether it's just shortening things by an hour or two or in terms of what your availability is or you know, saying to your boss or your manager, you know, I am really wondering if I can just have Thursdays as a no meetings day. Like I would like to block Thursdays for heads down work. You know, ask. It you never hurts to ask. You never know what could come of it. And for me already, it has been a huge relief in just having some space to do some of the work projects that have been weighing on me that I haven't gotten to. So that is number two. And number three is learning how to say no more often. I am really bad at this for a variety of reasons, namely because I genuinely love people. And so when an opportunity comes across my desk to partner with someone or help someone or even just meet someone, I am excited to do that. And I am having to learn how to say no or not right now more often so that I can have the space in my day that I need to do the absolutely mandatory stuff. And that's a really important piece, I think, for me of reclaiming some of my time is is saying no to things that I would usually say yes to, which I do better at some days than I do others. But it's a work in progress and it's something that I'm being very, very aware of right now. And I think the other part that comes with that is getting really, really clear on what are my priorities. When I spend some time and sit down and think about what are the top three things that are really important to me by the end of 2024, it's a lot easier for me to say no to some of the other stuff if it doesn't feed directly into those things. So learning how to say no, but doing it in a way that helps me feel more aligned with the stuff that I know really needs to be a priority has been a big focus for me. Hopefully some or all of that resonated with you if you're trying to find some space to gain your own creative energy back. Vacation time is wonderful and I encourage everyone to take it and it's not the solution to burnout. A week away does not change the reality of the work that you're doing or the structure of the work that you're doing and the impact that it's having on your health, 
and on your energy. We have to find ways to do work differently so that it can be sustainable because the stuff we're doing in the world matters and we need to make sure we have the energy in the room to keep going and doing that work. So take the vacation, but know that it's not the solution. It's just a Band-Aid. And yeah, we'll all keep learning together. I'd be curious. If you have any tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn or send me an email. I would love to hear what has worked for you as you sort of lean into some of this self-care work so that you can stay clear of burnout. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. But before I do, just three things that I wanted to check in with everybody about. Number one is, what do you want to hear about? What are some of the topics? What are some of the things that are top of mind for you? Stuff that you might be struggling with in your workplace, things that you have always wondered more about. I would love to hear from you during this short hiatus and know a little bit more about what it is that you guys want to hear about. I was having a wonderful conversation with someone the other day about PIPs or performance improvement plans and where do those live in this new world of continuous performance feedback. What happens in that state? So things like that. What do you want to explore? What do you want to learn more about? I will find experts. We will have those conversations. You can send me an email directly to jill at wanttoworkthere.com. So let me know. What do you want to hear about? And number two, if you aren't already, I highly recommend signing up for the newsletter. We will be keeping that going. It will be bi-weekly, but we've got some incredible content coming up here in the next two months. So if you haven't already, head over to wanttoworkthere.com slash newsletter and sign up. And then we'll stay in touch that way for a few months while we are on a little hiatus here. And finally, number three, I would be remiss to not mention my training for the Modern Manager program. And I say this because there are two times of the year that I find companies are most excited to kick off their management training work, and that is September and then early in the new year, so either January or February. And this is the perfect time to talk to me. If you have people managers in your organization, which I'm going to guess you do, Let's chat. I have built a unique program that is evergreen, meaning that it is curriculum you purchase once and then you use to train every single people manager that comes through your door. So that's all your current managers, that's all of your future managers, and it's your leadership team as well. And the feedback that I have gotten just makes my day in hearing from people who were skeptical or who really were not excited to do another training program. And by the end, who were huge advocates and were telling people they knew that they should have this training. So through the end of the year, this is the inaugural year for this program, there is a lower price than it will be starting in 2024. So I wanted to let you know as a listener of the podcast, if you've heard the commercial, if it's something that you've thought about or you've wanted to explore further, let's talk. The program itself has a base cost of $12,500 through the end of the year. That's that one-time purchase. You use it for all of your managers forevermore. And it's going to be going up to $1,500 in 2024, which also still a super reasonable reasonable price point, but will be a little more expensive. So if it's something you're thinking about, if it's something that you want to discuss and and think more about before the end of the year, let's connect. You can send me an email to jill at wanttoworkthere.com or you can visit the website that is wanttoworkthere.com slash management training and there'll be more info there. 
All right. Well, thank you to everyone. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you for allowing me to be vulnerable and share what's going on in my world right now. I am hopeful that by the time I return in the fall, I am going to be renewed both from a creative energy perspective and from a general health perspective. And I can't wait to connect with all of you then. In the meantime, please continue to take care of yourself and others. We'll talk to you soon. This show was brought to you by wanttoworkthere.com and the incredible team at Podcasting for Creatives. No individual or company acting alone can change our societal beliefs about work, but together we can create a new normal. If you like this episode, please consider passing it on to one or two people who share your passion for creating a better world of work. And until next time, please know I see you, I believe in you, and keep going. The work you're doing really matters. 